Join Charles Comer and Jane Spencer as they dive headfirst into the chaotic world of Saturday college football games, dissecting all the jaw-dropping upsets and sharing their unfiltered opinions. They're here to give you the inside scoop on all the exhilarating twists and turns that make college football so unpredictable on the Over Under podcast. In three, two, one. All righty. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever you may be. It is yours, Charles Comer, Shane Spencer, and our special guest, Cody Davila. Is that how you say my name? Yeah, yeah. Davila. Sorry. It- we got Cody as a special guest today. Cody Dowla is a special teams coordinator for the School of Buna, Texas. Cody, we appreciate you taking time out to come talk to us about this crazy weekend in college football. Yeah, man. Appreciate y'all having me. James, Cody, let's get to the games first. Uh, let's take this one step at a time before we get to the finale, because I'm, I'm pretty sure everyone's going to have their arguments and their opinions. But I'm going to go ahead and get the heartache out of the way. Let's talk about Washington, Oregon, so we can go ahead and you know break James Hart early in the podcast. Um, another, okay. another three-point <laughs> difference. James, how do you how do you feel about the game? You tell me your your thoughts. Since Oregon is your team, all right, bro. Like, listen, I just think we're the better team, but we just we just don't play good against Washington, at least this year. But um, they came out slow and sluggish. We let them overpower us on the run game. Like, since when did they start doing that? Um, it was a sloppy first half, so I, I don't have any excuses that. They just didn't play well. Besides the second half, it was it, I don't know. It was ugly. Just because like I know they're better than what they showed, but they just they didn't show up until the very end. And the Knicks, man, he did what he could. Bro. And then we, what's it called? Who got hurt? Uh, Franklin. I think Franklin got hurt. Oh wait, no, oh that's Texas receiver. My bad. Never mind. Anyways, Washington is just they got a number this year. And it's sad to see, but oh well, you know, you win some, you lose some. But maybe sure. we got to get a new quarterback in the transporter or something. But overall, I still think Oregon is a better team, but they just never show it when they play Washington. I think I remember a couple, I think it was either the podcast before or the last podcast we did where we talked about this game, right? And I said, if they run the ball, if, if Washington can run the ball, it's a different game. If if Washington can not be one-dimensional, it's a different game. And I think we saw them finally have a fully healthy team. They had some defensive players that came back on the scene. They had some offensive players. And I think their right tackle on the offensive line was, was back also. So, man, it was – I was I was at work, and I was watching it, and I was just like, man, I would love to be somewhere sitting down spectating this game, right? But I was like, oh, I know James is hurt right now. It's nothing. <laughs> I know James is going through it because that was that was a crazy game. And and then to put it all together, like we've never seen Oregon start that slow. Like we've never seen Oregon start slow and what three what was it three three and outs the first three times? 
and they and they didn't they didn't do anything. So yeah, it was something like that. Cody, how you feel about the game? Well, I mean, I didn't get to watch it because I was driving to Dallas, but just saw some highlights. Looking at the stats right now, really, I don't. I'm kind of like you, James. I'm I'm a little hurt. I had Oregon winning it, and I mean, I had them winning it big. I I picked them by by 17. I thought they were gonna go. I mean, they're just they're the hottest team in America. I'm thinking, shoot, ain't Washington ain't slowing them down. Washington's defense is decent. They're not world beaters by no means, and Oregon's defense has been playing outside out of their mind. Uh, but I mean, when you let Penix throw for 319, I don't. I don't know what you're doing. I mean, good Lord. Roma Dunze had 102. Jalen McMillan, 131. They just they didn't have – no wonder they ran the ball so well. It's a worry about those two torching them deep. They can't stack the box. Well, okay, we got lanes to run through now. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Bo, like you said, man, he did what he could. But, good Lord, he, he kind of reverted back to his Auburn days where the lights got a little too bright for him. Kind of looked like a freshman again. And, I was like, yeah, the first time Bo Nicks was like Auburn Bo Nicks. That's and I think we talked about that too. We said if if he played well, right? If he played well, they could have. I think they could have easily won that game by probably like ten. But if he played bad, if Bo Nix played bad, like I don't even think. I'm sorry, I forget the running back's name. Excuse me. Oh damn! What's the running back's name for Oregon again? I forgot his name. Bucky Irving. Irving didn't even have over. I think eighty yards. He had twenty. Twenty. When did when did when did Washington's defensive line get so well that they only give up twenty yards to one of the best one of the best that's been running backs this season and really running backs after after contact like it's been hard to bring him down all season. So good good win for the Huskies. Penix more than likely going to win the Heisman. I think. I'm gonna see how they how they do Trash. that. And... <laughs> I'm gonna see how they do that in in New York. But Phoenix Daniels, I think Bo Nick still gets invitation. I think yeah. he still gets invite. But the thing that I want to talk about with this game specifically, and I know we've talked about it before, Jen. You remember when we said when Caleb Williams was crying that everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, he's not ready for the NFL. He can't do this right." On the sidelines, we see Bo Nix with a towel over his head crying. Everyone's like, oh, my gosh, he plays so well. This is a hard game. So how do, how do we feel about that? Are we giving Bo Nix the same grace or are we like, look, you need to pull it together? And mind you, he is. He came out today. He said he is playing in the uh, Fiesta Bowl against Liberty. I give him the same grace just because, like, you just lost to your chance of the playoff or whatever, and potentially like might lose lose the Heisman. And uh, you can't, yeah, you're gonna go to the Fiesta Bowl and everything like that, but you, that's not what you really wanted. You're trying for that that trophy, and Washington's camps tripping y'all up, and knowing that y'all are probably the better team, but y'all just don't show up when y'all have to play Washington. But um, yeah, I mean, they, they don't give. You know, like Caleb Williams, they were talking about him like on ESPN and everything like that. That's how like he's soft, he can't do this. Why is he crying on the field and all this other stuff? But at the end of the day, they're putting everything to these games and everything like that. So I really think you can't say these things about these players. They didn't even say anything about it. 
Bo Nix to have him the towel over his head or anything like that. He just he played hard. He did his best and this and this and that. But then on the flip side with Caleb Williams, he's like he's a mama's boy. He's he shouldn't be crying on the field. And what's the difference? That's that's all I like. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a difficult situation to kind of like compare. I can see where they say I guess Caleb was in the stands in his mom's arm, but I think like at the end of the day, crying is crying. You know what I mean? It's a game of passion. Um, but overall, it was a good win by the Washington Huskies. I'm sorry that your team got eliminated from the college football playoffs. However, you still do get a cup. <laughs> you still get a cup, and I'm sending that cup to you this week. Oh yeah. But we're, <laughs> we're go ahead and not make the playoffs. Can't relate. <laughs> Get relate. That's messed up. Get relate. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, listen. It is what it is. We tried. All right. So, Cody, since you were at this game, we'll go ahead and get it to Texas, Oklahoma State. Uh, coming in in this game, I think Ollie Gordon was in the pregame. He was like, you know what? F Texas. Like, I'm about to run all over them. I don't care that they have Brian Murphy, DeAndre, Javante Sweat. I don't care they have the number one defensive line, really front seven in the whole college football. I'm going to get yards. We're going to win this. We're going to spoil Texas exit of the Big 12 to the SEC, and they're not going to make the playoffs. So tell me the atmosphere that you felt in Jerry Jones Stadium in Arlington. Man, it was it was electric from just from the jump. Like we walk in, stands aren't even filled yet. Texas and Oklahoma State both out there doing pregame. And Texas fans already going nuts. Just like we were just happy to be there. And in my mind, I was like, golly, I hope the team doesn't come out like that. I was just glad we're here. Like, I hope they come out, stand on business, and, and yeah. take care of it, you know. And uh, team jogs in after they're warming up. They come jogging back out. Brett Auburn runs to the Oklahoma State side and basically was like, hey, y'all y'all clear out. I got to kick some field goals because we may need one for us to beat you. And literally, they just let Oklahoma State just left. And I was like. Okay, yeah, we're going to win this game. When our kicker is big dogging you, we're going to win this game. <laughs> Y'all are done, you know. But it was a lot of fun just getting to see everything kind of unfold and being able to see all of the workings without, like, having to see through my TV. It was, man, it was crazy. And then just, like, when they won, forget about it. Forget it. I mean, you want to talk about just hyped and ecstatic. Like, golly, I've never been a part of anything like that. How was it seeing Ewers throw for it with 350 yards in the first half? It was bittersweet. Why? Because I loved every second of it. But right before the game started, I tried to put in <laughs> a six-day parlay, and one of them was that he was going to go for 250 over the course of the game. And all six of those legs, I'd have hit because I went with the more on all of them. And so I'd have hit, and I'd have won like $3,500. But it wouldn't let me put it in, so it made me mad. So it was a little bittersweet, but. Don't don't feel bad because I put in a parlay Dang. to have James, the running back, run over 80 yards and a doomsday to have under 100 yards. Nothing. Not, <laughs> not a single leg hit in my parlay mm. on the Oregon-Washington game. But, yeah, yeah Ollie Gordon had 34 yards. That a doomsday pick is crazy. That a doomsday pick is crazy. That's wild. Hey. Hey, I mean, can you blame me? I thought Oregon was going to come out and do something. Don't blame me for having faith in your team. I knew they were going to throw the ball, so I wasn't – he's going to go over. Yeah. 
but 34 yards from Ollie Gordon. I think Bowman had, what was he, 250, 22 for 38, three touchdowns. Really in garbage time with most of them. Well, actually, not most of them. I think it was only what? They only scored in the first half, right? And no, it's two sec. They scored twice in the first half and then one in the second half. Yeah. They scored one late. Yeah. So, uh, late ish. So, do we feel that Texas is back? They haven't had, they haven't won the Big 12 since 2009. I believe our truly Colt McCoy was quarterback in 2009. That, you know, that squad. Do yep. we feel that Texas is back? Do we feel like we have a, a, Few, a full unit Texas Longhorns team? Yeah, maybe. No? Yeah, I think so. It's just they, like I've been saying all the time, like they, they played to, down to the competition and then finally the last two weeks they've actually been playing, playing and whooping these dudes. So I think they they can actually like, actually, they, if they keep playing the way they're playing, so yeah, I'm with that. I just hope that they don't just be happy with this and then like fumble the bag. Yeah, I'm with that. I think I think it falls on Sark. I don't think it's the kids so much as much as it is just like Sarkeesian. Not all I kept saying in the championship game was take a deep shot to A D Mitchell. Please just go deep one time and stop doing these little screen passes, these little dink and dunks. They're playing cloud covers, they're giving us 10 to 15 yard digs. Just throw those. Just do, and then they threw one, and I'm thinking, okay, now they're gonna cheat down a little bit. We can go up top to AD. We never really did because we didn't have to. But I think Texas athletically, the the players we got, the athletes we got, we match up with anybody in the country. The big question is, are we gonna play to win, or are we gonna play to not lose? If we're playing to win, we're taking deep shots like we did at Bama early in the year. If we're playing not to lose, we're gonna look like we did against K State. Facts, it is, and. You know, with that saying, taking deep shots at Alabama, because we went into Tuscaloosa and won that game, right? Fairly, by 10 points. It's hard to win at Alabama, yep. especially in a night game. It's hard to win at Alabama. Yeah. Never been done before. It, Never been beat by yeah. double digits at home since Nick Saban took over. But Alabama has no problem of beating Georgia in the SEC championship game. No problem. And... For me, I sat down and actually watched this game at a at Snuffers. It's a little famous, a little bar out here in Dallas. They got some great cheese fries if y'all ever come down here, by the way. <laughs> Snuffers cheese fries are probably top notch. I knew we knew it was gonna be a physical game. We knew that Nick <laughs> We knew it was Nick Saban against Kirby Smart. We knew that Nick Saban, it's 30, 31 and was 31 and three. Well, sorry, 30 and three at the time before this game against his former assistants. Did I think that Bama was going to come out and run the ball? Yeah. Did I think Jalen Miro was going to be able to come out and run the ball? No, I didn't think that. And it, that didn't happen, I don't think, until the fourth quarter. But with my view from the game of Alabama versus Georgia, is that was a championship game. That was a playoff game. And I know a lot of people may say, okay, we put too much emphasis on the SEC, right? But as we get into the show later, I think that was one of the things that the committee looks into, right? But Jalen Milrow, Burden, Bond, I think Bond is going to be a great receiver in the NFL, by the way. Someone's going to really pick him up, and they're going to they're gonna make him to a, a unit. 
Georgia's side, Beck didn't play well. I think he, he got hurt within the first half. I think his finger. He hurt his finger pretty bad. But Carson Beck didn't play like the Carson Beck we've been seeing these last three, four weeks, right? So my overall take from the game was Bama went to Georgia and won because they played in Georgia, right? They played in Atlanta. You you basically had home field advantage, barely. You know what I mean? You didn't play at your stadium, but you played in New Orleans. You had basically home field advantage. Um, but like, how did how did how did you think that they were going to come in and play against? Georgia. Did you feel that Milrow was going to be able to run the ball? Or did y'all feel like Nick Saban and the coordinators were going to have to draw up something different? I thought uh, Milrow was going to just throw the ball more than anything. Uh, I expected him to do much on the ground, like he said. I just thought it would be able to like just throw the ball really well. But um, with Georgia, like like playing at almost basically at home and everything. I mean, Alabama was just more hungry. That's all, all it was. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm with you. Um, not high, more hungry, and wanted it more than Georgia. But yeah, um, yeah. So I was kind of the opposite. I thought I thought Jalen Miller was gonna come out and be able to run the ball effectively. I thought Bama was gonna win just because. And I had this conversation with some other friends of mine. Um, they called me crazy. No, you're wild. This and that. Kirby Smart defenses are not good against mobile quarterbacks. People forget Kirby Smart was a defensive coordinator at Bama way back in 2012 when a young man named Johnny Manziel went into Tuscaloosa and handled some business. They they weren't good. He's not good against mobile quarterbacks. So I just had a little feeling that Jalen Miller was going to be able to do some things. Uh, I didn't think he was going to be able to throw the ball as well as he did. He, he surprised me a little bit there, but I figured he'd be able to run the ball. But I also didn't think it was going to end up – I thought it was going to be a low-scoring game, you know. 17, 14, something like that, because both defenses were crazy good. So that surprised me. But I thought Jalen was going to be able to get loose a little bit a little earlier. So, you know. Yeah, uh, a very a very interesting game. Bama comes out with the dub. And, and Nick Saban is, is solidified, man. Like, we, we, can't, we can't keep saying just because Bama loses the game, Nick Saban is done. It's over with. You know, he's he's not who he used to be. Bama, the dynasty is over. Now look. Now look where Bama is, right? Beat the number one team that hasn't lost that hadn't lost a game in what over two years, two, three years? Like two years. It was actually two years. Yeah, they mm-hmm. hadn't lost a game in like two years. Something like broke that. their winning yeah, broke their winning streak. Everything. All right. That's no regular person does that. No regular person does that. But we got to get to the controversy, the Florida State versus Louisville game, the game that we all were watching because we wanted Florida State to lose so things could go well today, Sunday, on selection with the committee selecting teams for the college playoff. Um, But as I said last week, I don't know why people trust Plummer as a quarterback. He is dog water, absolutely dog water. They lost to Kentucky. Last week, and I was like, should have never lost to Kentucky. They go in in South Carolina. I don't know why the ACC doesn't play in domes. I don't know why they go play outside in South Carolina in the bad weather because there was like rain during the game anyway. And 
they can't put any points up on the board. We're talking about Plummer and their good uh, wide receiver core, Thrash, and a couple other uh, players. And then you got Louisville, their defensive line, their defense front seven has been pretty good this year. But, James, did you think that Louisville was going to score? Did you feel like they could get it done and beat Florida State? <laughs> I thought at first until the game started. And, man, I, I put too much faith in this dude for real, for real, because this man was not it at all. They should have blown, blown out Florida State. Florida State down to their third-string quarterback. Kudos to their defense, though. The defense is solid. Kept them in the game. But Plummer, man, it's, he's something else. I, mean, I said his body, but goodness. 111 yards and a pick, and then just no touchdowns, nothing at all. It's just It was disappointing to see just because I wanted to see Florida State lose that game just so we wouldn't be in the situation that we were in today at Selection Sunday. But, hey, it is what it is. I Too much faith in Louisville. That's my bad. You win some, you lose some. I've been losing a lot lately just because of my ridiculous picks. But, hey, it is what it is. I'll take it. Cody, how did you feel about the game? Yeah, I was kind of in the same boat as James. I was like, Louisville's going to win. Florida State got a third-string quarterback. Surely this dude is is not going to be able to manage the game well enough to, to keep Florida State in it, let them get a win. Uh, he didn't play big or anything like that, but he did enough, and he didn't. Uh, he didn't give the game away, which is kind of what you expect from your third guy. Uh, yeah, he didn't make any turnovers at all. Yeah, and that was huge for them. But my, y'all talked about the crying, like, Bo Nix versus Caleb Williams. Those two crying, like, you you gave it everything you had. You deserve to cry. Plumber's on the sideline crying. Brother, man, you threw for 111 yards and you threw a pick. You didn't do anything to help your team. You don't get to cry because you played horrible. You go out there like Bo Nix did and throw for – Two, two, whatever it was, like 200-some yards, almost 300, three touchdowns, you get to cry. Caleb Williams, Williams, you out here running for dear life and, you know, tripping and throwing 50-yard touchdowns, and you still you get to cry. Plumber, you don't get to cry. You put them tears away, get in the lab, and get better because that's bad. Yeah, getting in the lab is the sure thing that he needs to do because, I mean, you know what? But the way the college, the college football quarterbacks go into the NFL – you know, maybe he'll be something, you know. Mariota even saw the field today for the Eagles for, like, one play. You know what I mean? So maybe he'll be something, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, disappointed that Louisville can pull it off, but I'm glad that we got to see that Florida State really has a college football playoff defense. That's that's a thing that I was glad to see, that they had a college football playoff defense, right? Uh, and to really – other game, the Michigan Iowa game. I don't even want to talk about that because who was Iowa, bro? Who, like, let's be for real, man. Like, Iowa can't even score. the The over under for them to score in the first half was zero. They scored zero the whole game. Somebody bet their house, their mortgage, and told the broker put it all in. I was not scoring the game, and they are rich today, absolutely rich. You're right. But we got to get to the controversy. We got to get to the committee and the choices that they made today. And I'm, I'm, I want to hear everyone's opinion. I want to give y'all ample time to, you know, convince me because we talked about this in the group chat when the games ended yesterday. We talked about all the scenarios, everything that could happen. 
And James, I want to give the floor to you first because you told me what could happen would not happen. So let me know how you feel. I I well going into it today, I kind of thought they they're probably gonna put two SEC teams in it because Georgia, Georgia, they've two time national championships, so many one, whatever. Gets beat by Bama. Bama's on the rise. SEC's back. There's Alabama has a fall off. Nick Saban is king almighty, whatever. So I I was in two SEC teams. But then, you know, reading stuff, Twitter, whatever, uh, just looking at different things, I kind of like when I was like, they might leave the SEC out. But, of course, you can't, you can't, you have to have one in there at least. So the way it shook out, I like it. And I kind of, well, I don't want to say it. Like, I think I'm kind of indifferent. So I'm, let me talk about this. Michigan has cheating allegations all year. The coach is suspended for almost the whole year, almost. They're winning without his, without him. But with all these chain allegations and everything, how do they say are worthy of that number one spot, even in the playoffs? Because whatever all these signs stealing and everything like that, they still had all this and just, hey, bro, be out, but here's the keys to the castle. So here's how you win. How do you not know he wasn't using those, those signs for these wins that he, they were getting every week in the week in the week out. That's just my thing. But at the same time, it is what it is. Texas, if they would let Texas out, it would have been a riot in Austin, probably burn down the Capitol or something that crazy. Of course, Washington is going to be Washington because they just keep on winning. Uh, but Georgia at, at, what was it, six? It's crazy. And then I knew they were going to leave Florida State out. I knew they were, even because, you know, the eye test and everything like that. And I told you last week, too, that they were going to looking at the quarterback. And they were down to their third string this past week. And look what happened. They, that's what they, their reasoning was because of the quarterback. Even though they're not supposed to be looking at that, they're looking, supposed to be looking at the whole year, the whole team. They're looking at quarterback. And, I mean, it sucks for them, but the same, nobody wants to see backup go into the playoff with the way they were playing the past two weeks. They barely snuck by Florida, played terrible against Louisville, but Louisville just gave them the game because Plummer is just a plumber that needs to be fixed in sewage or whatever. Anyway, <laughs> it's I'm I'm indifferent just because of the Michigan thing, but I still like it that Texas got in. Yeah, I'm me, you know, me and Cody before we started the podcast, I think I had I had two ways to look at it, right? As a person who watches the game like for entertainment, right? For excitement, um I agree with you. I don't think Michigan should have been number 1. I believe they should have been in the playoffs. Uh, but I don't believe they should be the number one seed. I think they should have been number two. I think Washington should have been number one. Michigan should have been two. Bama should have been. Bama shouldn't have been three. Texas should have been three. Bama should have been four. I agree with the. I agree with Bama and Texas getting in from an entertainment part, right? But me as as a player, right? Let's just say we were all on the football team. And Cody is the quarterback. Cody's our star quarterback, right? We go, we beat everybody. And then Cody gets hurt in the last two games, in like right before the bye week. And then we have to go play two games, and we still win, but we barely win. And they don't let us in. To be a player and to go through that emotion to like, I work just like everybody works through two days, right? I've been prepping for these games just like everybody else. I've been going to study hall. I've been making sure my grades are straight. I've been making sure I've been keeping my head on straight. 
I've been in the weight room. I've been in the training room. I've done everything for me to do. There's even players that transferred from other schools to go to Florida State for a chance to go to the college football playoff, right? So from from an entertaining perspective, I love it. We're going to get Bama and Texas in the national championship. I think Texas is going to be Washington. I think Bama is going to absolutely thrash Michigan. You're going to give Nick Saban a whole month to prepare for Jay McCarthy. McCarthy's not going to throw for under over 200 yards. I'm putting that on the prop bet, by the way. Not over 200 yards, right? And you're going to have Alabama and Texas in the national championship again, and it's going to be like, okay, Bama said it was a fluke. Prove it. Come, come, come beat us in Houston, right? Now, look, Bama do – I mean, Texas will have home field advantage because they're going to be in Houston. Austin's like what? A couple hours away, but the committee—they had no choice. Their hands are tied. Who would you? Who would you rather make mad? The ACC commissioner or the SEC commissioner? When you think about it, who are you? You're not gonna let the team that just the number one team for the last two years that hasn't lost a game. You're not gonna let them in the playoffs because they lost to Texas in what week two, week three. That's what that's what you're not gonna do, and hear me out. Florida State did go thirteen and zero, but maybe it's time for Florida State to live the ACC as a conference because your conference, I mean, you know, is not the SEC. It doesn't have the history of being in the top. You had Clemson with Dabo, and Clemson won with a couple championships a couple years ago, right? Yeah. But if you think about it, the SEC's been running. SEC's been running shit for like since saving what third year, they've been in and out in the BCS era, or BC era, yeah. BCS era, and then now in the college football playoff era, the fourteen. So it sucks. It does suck, and I knew it as soon as they put Georgia at six on that board. I said, "Yeah, Bama's going in. Florida State is going to be out. Bama's going in." And when I saw the reaction videos. Of them showing like the players like watching it, the watch party, and you see Jordan Travis there, and he sees that Bama goes on the board. You just see him like put his head in a towel, right? And then he tweets, "I wish I just would have broke my leg earlier to to make sure that y'all could see that this team is more than just me being quarterback." That's crazy to say. Like I wish I would have got hurt earlier, like week three, so you can see how good this team really is, and they deserve to be in the playoffs, right? Um, we're going to a 12 team, but before we get in that 12 team and before we get in all that, Cody, how how do you feel about it? Uh, kind of went back and forth. I'm like, yeah, Bama deserves to be in over Florida State. At first, I thought about it. What is more impressive about Michigan winning their conference versus Florida State winning theirs? What's more impressive? Like, why is Michigan winning it more impressive than Florida State? Because Michigan beat Ohio State and they went beat an unranked Iowa team? with their starting quarterback and only scored 26 points versus Florida state going and beating a ranked Louisville team, 16 to six, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm like, when you look at those two side by side, one of them is the number one team in the country. One of them got left out of the playoff. Why? How do you, how do you make that? And if they could say third string quarterback, this, that, and the other, the first year of the playoff, Ohio state, loses Braxton Miller, who was a Heisman favorite at the beginning of the year, then turns around, loses JT Barrett. Cardell Jones steps in and does what? Wins the Big Ten, 
wins the semi, wins the natty. So it can be done with a third string quarterback. We've seen it before. So why I just this was the year the SEC should have not had a team in it, honestly. Like we we don't allow these other conferences to beat up on each other and still get rewarded like we do with the SEC. That's true. That, so, is, that is a statement. I'm just as a fan, did I want to see Florida State in? No, because I think Michigan would just steamroll them for fun. Oh. Yeah, so I guess that's just my big question is really what's the difference between Michigan and Florida State resume-wise? You know, so I don't understand how you make one of them the number one team in the country and say you're an undefeated Power 5 conference champion. You're in. Great. You look at Washington's resume, really the only – like team that the committee had in the top 10 that they beat was Oregon. So I just, yeah. I don't know. I just, I think they were inconsistent in that. Now I will say had Georgia beat Bama, I don't think Texas gets in. So I'm glad that Bama beat Georgia and Bama got in because that put Texas, it tied their hands. They had to put Texas in, but at the same time, I don't think that Bama should have got in over Florida state just because they're still an undefeated conference champion in a power five conference. We're not talking about Liberty or one of those schools where it's like you've played a bunch of nobodies all year. It's a power five school who went undefeated, period. Yep. I mean, here's my thing, bro. Like, let's just talk about seedings, right? If we're talking about the seedings, right? You're saying Washington's resume wasn't really good because they only beat Oregon. But they beat USC when USC was ranked. They beat Utah. No, not even Utah. They beat Oregon State. They beat uh, Washington State wasn't ranked when they played, but they still beat a good Washington State team, right? But barely, barely. But they, but they. I mean, but li- listen, when we, 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 let's just the person we need to be blaming right now is Auburn. Because this would have never happened. <laughs> this would have never happened. We wouldn't be in this controversy of who we had to put in if Auburn would have defended Bond on the 4th and 31. We wouldn't have this problem. So does Florida State get in then? If So if if Auburn beats Alabama and then Alabama beats Georgia like they did, Florida State makes that jump, then you think, and the SEC gets left out? No. No? Texas gets left out? No. Texas doesn't no. get left out. There's no... Texas had the best win this year. They don't get left out. No, I'm they I'm don't. asking you though. I'm asking you though about like Alabama though. So if Alabama oh, lost no. Auburn last week and then they beat Georgia this week, the yeah, whole SEC gets get left, left out. They they get left. The SEC gets left out as as, okay. as a whole. The SEC gets left out. I think they should have been left out this year. But you're not gonna call Nick Saban to his face and say, "Yeah, you beat Georgia." They've been national champs two years, but we can't let you in. We got to put Florida State in, who has who's on the third string quarterback, and their rider maker has had a concussion protocol. We don't know if he's going to be back, so yeah, we yeah. can't put you. We got to put them in. You think that's going to fly? Somebody, listen. What we see on surface is what we see on surface. That back room is different. I think. I think that back room is different. Like. The committee is 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 on is is making the choices and everything, but them TV networks are definitely like, hey, I don't care that Florida State won. 
I'm not trying to have TV ratings to where everyone knows that Florida State's about to get blown out, which I don't think they would have. I think their defense is really good. Like I said, their defense is playoff caliber. But I don't want to see them struggle offensively against Michigan in round one. That's not going to happen. You're going to think the committee was like, yeah, give them Florida State. Let's have Jim Harbaugh go to the national championship game after all the controversy this year. Instead I mean, of, he hey, might. you think they'll beat Bama? They might. Every game that I've seen, I thought Michigan was going to lose. They've won, so I don't know. I, I, didn't, I never thought Michigan was going to lose to Ohio State. Never. I, I, no, I have. I won't lie. <laughs> I knew they were going to lose to Penn State. I knew Penn State's – Penn State. But Ohio State was in – but Ohio State is coached by – a coach I'll still have faith in. So, bro, like I don't know why you hate this man. So why he want him to lose his job? Like he's he's not a bad coach, bro. You're if Sark loses to Texas Tech three years in a row, bro. That's completely having, different. That is that's that the is same different. thing. <laughs> that is, no, that's, no, no, that's different. different. That's that different. is completely different. Hey. Had you said it's a rivalry, but had you said OU, I'd have been like, okay, yeah, probably three years but in a I, row. Yeah, three years in a row, I'd have, said, I'd have said no. Like, that's a similar situation. But to Tech, Tech's not a perennial powerhouse like that. You lose okay, to them. Okay, okay put, put Texas against Texas and Oklahoma. He lose three years in a row. Mm-hmm. Are we not saying, yo, what's the problem? And mind you, let's say let's say Stark loses three years in a row. Let's say he has Adion Mitchell all three years as Marvin Harrison. Let's okay. do that comparison, right? Yeah. Adion Mitchell, you got an okay quarterback, and you got run game that's okay, but you got a defense. You still lose? You're so not you, on the hot are seat? you saying then like, Texas is a whole, like, Ohio State thing? Just they're making the playoff almost every year, and they just happen to lose to Michigan or Oklahoma three years in a row. That's, okay, that's the, whole, the whole same scenario? But no, no, the whole no, same no, scenario? We're doing the whole same scenario? It's not the same scenario when you say it. Okay, like, well – Okay, then what are you talking about? It's not supposed to I'm going to give him grace. I'm going to let y'all give him grace. But next year, if he doesn't make the 12-team playoff, or if he loses to Michigan to get into the 12-team playoffs, or even if he loses to Michigan and he loses a high seed in the 12-team playoff, that's going to be a mark on his a mark on his resume. And they're going to look at him and be like, yo, I don't care you made it. We want to beat Michigan. I don't think you understand them people up north, bro. They go to games in negative to negative degree weather to beat some guy on the podcast. I even said it, James. He said he would rather Ohio State go eight and three every year as long as they beat Michigan. And that's what I asked you last week. You you would rather be losing every other game, but as long as you beat Michigan. Everything's okay. I don't know, but I'm just saying. I'm throwing out that scenario, though. Like, you can lose every game, but as long as you beat Michigan, we good. You can keep your job. We, we straight. Michigan and Penn State, yeah, I think I'll be on. Oh, my gosh. All right. I'm not getting into this again. But, here, here's what I'll say, because I haven't, I haven't been into it with you about it. But I, I get where you're coming from. Like, that is the game, whatever. Game of the century, blah, 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 all that stuff. Ryan Day took over as the head coach of Ohio State in 2019. There has been one team since 2019 that has qualified for every playoff except for this year. That was Ohio State. He's one in three against Michigan. He's lost three straight. His first year, they beat Michigan, and then he's lost the last three, right? 
Yeah. Harbaugh is three and five against Ohio State. Thank you. He lost the first yes. five against Ohio State. How many championships has Ryan Day won? How many has Michigan won? I'm not asking about Michigan. We're, we're on Ryan Day. <laughs> okay. We're not okay. talking about Ryan Day. How, oh, how you, many, you know, you're right. You're right. How many, how many championships how many experiences has Michigan have since Harbaugh took over? I can show up to the dance, but I didn't win prom king or prom king or queen. Really, is gonna remember me? But here's the you thing: you can't be Cinderella if you're not at the ball. So okay, so is it you gotta it have a glass slipper though? You is it better to get there and lose? Hold on, is it better to get there and lose or get beat by TCU, who goes and gets drug in the natty? Listen, there you go. If you get if you get there, you gotta win. Okay, listen. At one point, are we gonna say that's just like saying, all right, Bama got there. That Bama's got there a lot of times, right? But they've won consistently. Now, some years they haven't, but they still got there, right? So I give them that, hey, Bama got there, but Bama didn't, Bama didn't finish. Bama didn't seal the deal. Ohio State has got there. Ohio State hasn't sealed the deal. I would love to see the comparison. When they beat Michigan and go to the playoffs, do they get past the first round? Because, listen, they almost, they were a field goal away last year, I think, from beating Georgia. No, no, Ooh. it was a year before. Yeah, it was. Ohio State was a field goal to win oh, okay. Georgia in the semifinals last year because it was Georgia and TCU. So, like, what? Listen, I I like Ryan Day as a coach. I think Ohio State. What you talk about this man? He's like you run gunning for his job. I may, hey, you feel me? I, I may be coach of the Ohio State. You feel me? But me, 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 and Connor Stallions looking at each other. I'm gonna be like, I got your sons, you got my sons. Let's rock and roll. Mm. You feel me? But I guess. Okay, your top your we got the playoff set, right? We got Michigan at one, we got Washington at two, Texas at three, Bama at four, Florida State at five, Georgia at six. I have one more question before we pick. If Oregon beats Washington, does Washington make it in? They beat them last the last night? Yeah. No. I don't think so. Okay, so Let's say Oregon. Let's just throw this controversy. If Oregon beats Washington Friday, Oregon's in at what place? At two? I'll let's say probably... everything else. Let's everything. Everything else is concurred. Texas wins. Bama beats Georgia. Florida State beats. Um, Florida State beats Louisville. Where are you placing Oregon in the ranks if they would have won? It'd probably been like Michigan, um, Texas, Alabama, Oregon. Because they're not gonna, they're not gonna put Florida State in there to begin with anyway. You don't think they would have put Florida State in there if Oregon would have won? If if Oregon won, no. Because well, you go with the eye test and everything. They've been blowing everybody out since they lost to Washington the first time. They go into Washington this this last time. They beat them. Eye test, beat who they needed to beat. Playoff and Florida State. Good so kudos to them. But like I said, the committee keeps looking at the quarterback, even though they're not supposed to be. That's not what they're supposed to be doing. They get left out still. You think Florida? You think Florida State makes it if Georgia beats Alabama? Probably. If Georgia beats Alabama and Oregon wins and Texas wins, you think you think? Oh, Texas oh, that, I, that? no, no, no. Then it's still Texas still gets in over Florida State. Yeah. I don't know. Like I'm saying, I bro. Like that. Like I'm. Like I've been saying, the committee's looking at the quarterback, even though they're supposed to be the eye test and everything else. It shouldn't even matter who's at QB. And then I would say Florida State would get in. But that's not so how it's what, working. 
No matter what, Florida State wasn't really going to get No, nah, they were not going to get in regardless. Unless regardless. unless uh, Alabama lost and Texas lost, then yeah. Okay. That sucks. That really does suck. Uh, and, uh, it, it does because like, they're undefeated. They won the conference championship. They shouldn't have been left out. But at the end of the day, the committee's like, do we want to see this team get blown out by Georgia or Alabama or something like that? Because they don't have an offense. They have a great defense, but the defense can only hold so hold so long. And as yeah. as trash to see it that way, just like because Cody pointed out, like the first year of the playoff, Ohio State was down to like their third string quarterback, and they went and won. I think they beat Oregon. So I mean, I don't know. This this should have been the year that SEC got left out for sure, like you said. But you want to know what's crazy? Um, at the beginning of this year, they wanted to expand the playoffs, or the being last year, they wanted to expand the playoffs this year. They wanted mm-hmm. to be 12 teams this year. The two um, athletic directors that didn't want it to do was an ACC and the ACC and the Big Ten. Of course. So imagine you being an AD that you didn't want the big playoff to happen this year, and then your conference gets screwed. Are oh, you punching the air right now? More than punching the air, your whole conference is probably about <laughs> to demolish. Yeah. Yeah, I don't but, see the ACC lasting for very much longer. Nah, maybe another year. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe another year or two. SMU's going to go to the Big 12 eventually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm Florida State and Clemson, I'm calling the SEC right now saying, hey, CC's packed. I'm going, or I'm calling the Big 10. I'm calling one of those two or the Pac 12 and saying, hey, let, let's get this thing popping because I'm not staying in this conference. If I'm going to get penalized for being undefeated conference champ, but I don't get in because my conference is weak, nah, I, I need something. I need something better than that. Yeah. What about the Big East? What about the old – remember the Big East? I do remember the Big East. Mm-hmm. The problem is all those teams are gone now. Yeah. They're all in the Big 12 or the ACC. But hear me out. So you have Washington State. You have Oregon State. You have the Midwest. And you have the ACC, 20 teams today have called other people to see what the conference outlook is looking. Let's just go ahead and get the Big East going. I mean, I could, but at the same time, time, if I'm the ACC, I'm calling teams to come to the ACC. If I'm that commissioner, I'm I'm like, whatever you want, come to our conference because obviously we're going to need some more competitions if we're going to make the playoffs. Cause, but it, I mean, ACC wasn't really that bad. It wasn't. You had Florida State. You had Clemson that came through. They had some good games at the end. They beat two ranked teams. North Carolina kind of fell off, but we know why. Because Drake May is really not that guy. You know what I mean? All right. So, <laughs> let's let's chill out. Uh, Florida. You know, Florida. Eh. eh. Miami and name and name name the other ACC teams that are just garbage. Louisville, uh, Louisville wasn't garbage, bro. I mean, they were, they were ten and what ten and two, and ten and three. This is what I'm, this is what, this is what I'm talking about though. The ACC, you had like maybe a few good teams like North Carolina, spotty. Florida State, I mean, cool. They lost their quarterback. Miami, Miami, they they played good for the first three weeks, and then after that, shit the bed. Clemson wasn't good until. Like week ten or so, when they started getting on their win streak or whatever. But other than that, who else is in there that's gonna compete? Because what I'm saying is Louisville only gets in the ACC championship is because Clemson wasn't taking care of taking care of business at the beginning of the season. 
But at quarterback with Plummer, they're just they, he's not that great. And they just get in it by the skin of their teeth just because the ACC is not that great. And that's why Florida State doesn't get into the playoff because ACC is not helping them in any way. I mean, you got to look at the SEC, too. The SEC wasn't really that great either this year. You had Georgia, Bama, Ole Miss. Ole Miss, Mizzou, that's it? LSU. Okay, but no, no, no. Come on, LSU. LSU lost three games. LSU is a ranked team. They that lost put the up, that, that that put up points. They lost in a Florida shootout. State. In a shootout when Jordan State. Travis was still there. There we go. Jordan Travis was still there. I will say this though. We're we're saying James, I'm with you. The ACC is not as strong a conference as the ACC, like without a doubt, right? But looking at it this year, kind of think that the committee went based on history. Because if they went based on this year, the ACC stronger than the SEC. ACC got 11 bowl teams. The SEC has nine. So the ACC but, is stronger conference this year. But so if the committee's looking at going, yeah, but the SEC didn't won however many since, since 07, since the Tim Tebow days, they've won, you know, 13 of the last 18 or whatever, whatever ridiculous number it is. Mm-hmm. Then I could see, yeah, okay, Bama over Florida State makes sense. But if we're going conference strength this year, the ACC has, has 11 versus nine for the SEC. And like, the ranked teams that they beat were just, what's it called? Like you said, LSU and then I think another SEC team, right? They beat Kentucky was ranked. Yeah. Who did, yeah. Who's, who's the other team that they played from the SEC? It was LSU and, and like, I think he's right with Kentucky, right? Duke. They played Duke. Duke. Duke's in the ACC. Duke's in the ACC. They played, oh, Florida. 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 What are we Florida, doing? Florida, yeah. Florida was Florida was good before they couldn't kneel the ball for sure. I don't know. It's just Florida State. They're still good. Kudos to them still, but like I said, the ACC, my, just me and my personal opinion, I don't think it's as strong as the SEC. I know you have the the numbers and everything saying because of the the number, the what's it called? ACC has more people in the in bowls and everything, but at the same time, I just the more you watch the ACC games, that they're losing more more times than anything. Because what happened with Carolina? They lost to who? Virginia or something like that. Yeah, I remember that game. They lost to yeah. Virginia. But, but and that's, then, uh, that's interconference, though. You know what I'm saying? That's not, but I'm saying, but this is what I'm saying, though. Like, ACC is don't have really good teams, and you can let these Virginia team beat a really good North Carolina team that was ranked super high, that was predicted to go into this what's the conference championship, and that didn't take care of business because they listened to these weak teams. And Florida State is just blown by all these teams like that. I mean, good, could they beat two SEC teams, but at the same time, North Carolina's losing. Louisville's winning by the skin of their teeth. Clemson's losing. Like the teams that were supposed to be good to help you look better are losing. But and at the that, same that, time, it's happened to Bama too. Bama barely beat Arkansas. Barely, barely beat Auburn. Auburn and Georgia barely beat Auburn. Bama was down to Tennessee like by 21 at halftime. They barely snuck by Ole Miss. Like, the whole the whole reason I think Florida State got left out, it has to do with the TV. I don't – yes, I think it won as a quarterback, but I think Florida State got left out because the TV has taken over college football. The TV ratings and the broadcasters say, look, because when has it ever been the best four teams? It's always been who deserves to go, right? I've never known for the community to be like, we want the best four teams. Because if that's the case, to be honest with you, the best four would have been Georgia still. On top, I would have had Georgia, I would have had Oregon, I would have had mm-hmm. Washington, 
and I would have had Texas. That would have been the best for it because we see that Bama struggled the whole year. Bama struggled. They barely beat Auburn. Texas lost to Oklahoma, had a backup quarterback in their struggle games, but as soon as they got their starting quarterback again, back on top. We good, right? Michigan had one of, like, what, 122 on their strength of schedule? Ohio State can't beat Michigan. Barely beat Penn State, right? Quarterback's not that well. Oregon beats everybody, but they lose to Washington, okay? But then, I mean, the number one team, Georgia, for the last two years, okay, they've been blowing everybody out. They go to the SEC championship game, and Bama beats them by three. It's not a conv- it's a win, but it's not like they got beat by 15. So I'm thinking if we're doing the best four teams, the, the best four teams, it would have been that. But the way the committee did it, it was who's going to get the most TV play. Because I'm telling you right now, Michigan against Auburn, Washington against Texas is going to do Colorado numbers. Like how Michigan Colorado is Alabama. Michigan is Alabama, yeah, and then mm-hmm. Washington against Texas. They're going to do the Colorado numbers. They're going to do crazy numbers, bro. The Sugar Bowl and the Rose Bowl, that's yeah. going to be wild. So, now, so you're basically like the all this just because you think these networks had a yeah hand they in have the, the control now. I think I think we've got because when you think about it, how much has changed. Imagine when we watch college football, Vince Young playing against USC. Right, there was no NIL, there was no transfer portal, there was no really YouTube popping like that. I guess you were watching the highlights, but like. It's become a show. Like it's it's a show now, right? Like we're watching a show. Like we watched Colorado because it was a show. We didn't watch Colorado because they were really that good. We knew they were trash come game three. When you're I was up to two o'clock uh, in the morning watching listen, I don't, was up to two o'clock don't in the morning and they, that, bro. and they couldn't don't, beat Colorado no, State, stop, bro. Stop, Colorado stop State. right there. Stop right there. Stop Colorado man. State. Stop. 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 What are you gonna say? They beat you, TCU. TCU didn't even have half of their team from the last year from the state championship, from the national championship. And mind you, they got so, blown out in the national championship by forty. No, but you say week three, we all knew Colorado was trash. No, we did. No, we no. Did. no. How do we not? We didn't. They were undefeated. What are you talking about right now? They beat a okay. ranked TCU they, team at the time. Whoever they, I, I forgot, I forgot who they played the second game, and then Colorado State they struggled, Nebraska. but they won't beat Nebraska. They've struggled. Colorado State beat them, and then their fourth win, I forgot who it was, but then they after that, yeah, they went four and what, four whatever and, they were, four and eight, yeah, four and eight. So no, they got they got a win against Arizona State later in the season. They had to go play Oregon after they played. Yeah. So, but yeah, and what is what was everybody talking about? Oh, Colorado, they they might go in and give Oregon a game or something. But I mean, I get what happened, but you can't say like after Colorado State game, you're like, oh, these they're garbage. They're trash. You can't say that. Look, bro, I'm like, maybe my voice of words to say they're trash, but we knew that they were extremely flawed. Okay. All right. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Like you you can see that they had holes. Like they're not good up front, those kind of things. But we can't say we knew they was trash. Yeah, they got blew out by Oregon. But besides Washington, who didn't? Right? You lose by a touchdown to USC, a field goal to Oregon. I mean, a field goal to Stanford, a touchdown to Oregon State, a field goal to Arizona. Like, 
they almost touched down to Utah. Like, come on. We can't say they was trash. They just don't have a front. They don't have a front on offense or defense. Or, and like you said a few episodes ago, they better get it popping, recruiting them in that transfer portal and say, hey, big boys, I ain't worried about them skill guys. Big boys, we need you. That's who we need. We need you see the recruiting class so far? Mm-hmm. The recruiting class is like behind Pitt. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, because like, so many people did decommitted. Yeah. They lost their twenty fifth. They lost the twenty five quarterback and the twenty sixth quarterback. They've lost the offensive linemen. They've lost their running backs. Everyone's decommitting. We're going to talk about that another segment on recruiting. But let's get into this. You got Michigan against Alabama. Who are we taking? What are your takes on the game? I'm taking Alabama. I, I've been saying it that I don't think Michigan is good as everybody thinks they are. Just I don't know. It's just something in me tells me they're just they're not that great. But I mean, I know they're undefeated. Yada yada. Beat Ohio State. Whatever. Whatever. But I don't know. It's just something about them. Just I don't think they're that good. And Alabama, they're on a the roll. They they figured it out and they just been rolling right now. I just don't see them losing to this Michigan team that's just haven't had any type of competition besides Ohio State. I I don't see them losing to them. If they did, then I eat my words or whatever. But I just don't see it happening. What about you, Cody? Roll Tide. I, I mean, I just I think they're better. I do. I yeah. Just, I just think they're better. On paper, Michigan is better. They got the number one defense in the country. They're like a top fifteen offense. I think something like that. Yeah, they're the fourteenth ranked offense in the country. Like. On paper, great. Problem for Michigan, you don't play the game on paper. You play it between the lines. And I just think between the lines, if you're going to say Jim Harbaugh and J.J. McCarthy or Nick Saban and Jalen Milrow, roll tide. You know, I don't like being a villain in this this podcast. I really Why are don't. you – never go ahead. Because I want to – You know you don't even believe what you're going to say. I believe what I'm oh. going to say, but hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. We wanted when we seen Bama this year, right? They've been flawed. Let me use flawed, not trash anymore. I'm gonna change my vocabulary. All right, they've been flawed, right? Started the season, their offensive line really, really wasn't that well. Quarterback play, the offensive coordinator couldn't really figure it out. Defense was shaky, but they were still okay. Coming in at the end of this, right? They put it together. They almost lose at Auburn, right? Auburn runs the ball all over them. They go to Georgia. They beat Georgia by three. A good win. I'm going to credit them that. Michigan this whole time, let's, you can say they haven't played anybody, but their gameplay has been consistent from week one. They run the ball. They're a player-driven team. They don't even need to have their coach on the sideline to win games, right? He only got a coach during the week. Coach, take the weekend off. We got this. Watch it from the bar. Get you a drink. J.J. McCarthy throwing – it's it's questionable, right? But I'm not counting Harbaugh out. And the reason I'm not counting Harbaugh out because I think he's going to have his team ready for these bright lights against Alabama. He's coasting the Super Bowl. He's going to have his team ready to play Alabama. Do I think Nick Saban is going to have his defense ready to terrorize J.J. McCarthy? Absolutely. Do I think they're going to be able to run the ball? No. But on the other end, I don't think that Alabama has the wide receiver core to really expose Michigan. I think they have a good wide receiver core. I think they have Burden. I think they have Bond, right? But I don't think they have, like, 
a Washington receiver core to expose to expose Michigan. So I'm gonna take Michigan. I don't I don't I don't know what's telling me. I'm gonna take Michigan by three, to be honest with you. I think it's gonna be a good game. I'm going to be watching the game for sure. We should live stream that actually if y'all are available. It's on a Monday. It's on New Year's Day. So if y'all are off, we should launch in it. But I'm going to take Michigan, and not because I really going to get green, but I really think that Harbaugh is going to have his team ready. The man had an acronym for bet. I don't know what it was. You don't, you don't believe that. Look, man. I do believe that. James, I do. Listen, Alabama used to be my team before I switched sides and, and you know, really originated where I came from, Texas. Alabama mm-hmm. used to be my squad. But I believe Michigan is really going to – Put on a show. Michigan is going to shock the world. If if Alabama wins, it won't be by more than three. It'll be a good game. It won't be a blowout. I, I said two think. touchdowns, but go ahead. See it being close. I can see it being close. I'll say this. There's a movie called The A-Team. And on there, homie who's the leader of the A-Team says, you give me a minute, I'm hard to beat. You give me a day, I'm almost unbeatable. You give me a week, I'm undefeated. You give Nick Saban two weeks to prepare for you, forget about it. Almost You're done. A month. You're done. Look what he just did to Georgia, who almost ran the table at number one, right? Huh? In a week. They didn't look like Georgia the way Georgia's looked all year. The only quarterback he couldn't solve this year was Quinn Ewers. You want to know why? Two deep balls is the difference in that game. Two deep balls. That's it. If we miss one of those, we're up three. Jalen Milrow got a chance, right? You're giving him a month to figure out J.J. McCarthy. Forget There's that. not much to figure out. Roll Tide. I, I'm telling you. <laughs> James does not like Michigan. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's, it is going to be a good game. I'm taking I'm taking Bama by about a touchdown. I say two. I say Michigan by three. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't let's, believe you. But go let's ahead. get to the controversy. <laughs> I, think this is, I think this is more controversy than the Washington versus Texas. How? I think I think this is worse. Listen, I'm a Texas Why? fan. Because our secondary is being thrashed. Yeah. Remember what Houston did to us? Remember Kansas State? Like, Listen, I don't think Washington is going to – it's going to be a game, but I don't think Washington beats Texas. They're fully healthy, though. They're fully okay. – And they're going to have another month to be fully healthy. Listen, I'm not saying that they're going to the Texas is going to lose. I don't think this is going to be a game where like Penix throws four interceptions and it's completely out of there. Right? He'll throw a pick, but go ahead. <laughs> He's due for you one. Think, you think Dylan, you think Dylan Johnson runs the ball against the front seven of Texas? No. Not at all. Not no. Not not the way not the way he, he did against Oregon, no. What do you have against Oregon? 130? 130? 150, like 152 or something like that. He ain't against Texas. No, I don't I don't think okay. he does that. It shouldn't even happen in Oregon, but whatever. Listen, but you don't think now look, I've watched, you know, offensive line, defensive line is my position. Washington's got an offensive line that can push around boys. Let's 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 keep it let's keep it Listen, real. Listen, bro, you and we talk we've been talking about this. When has Washington had a run game? They haven't had it all year, not like consistently. And they figured it and, out, though. But that's the same. Okay, but you can say the same thing about Alabama. When has Alabama had Jalen Miro run around? They just figured that out. Really? They have. Think about it. They they just figured that out in the LSU game. 
they just figured out how to use Milro proficiently in LSU game. They weren't using them like that. I mean, I guess you could say the Kentucky game, but the LSU <laughs> game is when they really figured it out to how to use Milro to his full capacity. Now, Washington has figured out how to use Dylan Johnson to his full capacity, and he's going to be healthy because I know he's been a little limping on his foot. I don't – look, if, if it comes to a game where they're going to have to pass to beat Texas, I think they'll get yardage. I think they'll score. I think secondary is our weak point. I think our front seven is our strong point. Do I think they'll be able to run the ball 150? No, but maybe like 80, maybe on some third and threes. Get it? Yeah. And listen but, real quick. And what did I say last week about Ollie Gordon under 90 yards? And what did he what did he have? But Ollie Gordon doesn't have an offensive line like Washington. Bro, don't talk to me about like how this man been going off all year. <laughs> don't even what do you mean? don't this man is man scored five touchdowns the week before. What are you talking about right now? And you talk about this other dude. I don't even remember who they played, but it doesn't matter. They, they had to come back and win and okay. And they came back and won that game that they were they were losing. So what you, are you telling me? But you're, but you're telling me this dude from Washington have over 80 when this dude that's been rushing for almost 200 yards a game and like 35,000 touchdowns all year, he gets 34 yards? Don't, no. You're giving, listen, you're giving Sarks a month to prepare for Washington. Washington's getting the same. Washington coach is really good. I can I give you like. Coach is maybe coach of the year. I can give you the pass game just because uh, Washington's receivers are really good, but. Running the ball, I don't think it's going to be even over 80 yards. I think I'll give them maybe 60. I really hope that happens for you because you know if that doesn't, it may run over 100 yards, even if they still lose. I'm still coming back. <laughs> I'm like, no. But, well, I'm saying, like, last week I said, this dude's not even going to rush for over 90 yards. He, he ran for 34. You're not, you're, not giving, you're not giving the front four enough credit. No, I, like I said, they got the best seven. I think they got the best seven and best front seven in the in the whole nation. That's that's proven fact. The highest rated player in the playoffs right now is Devontae Sweat on according to CPF ratings. He's like a ninety four point five. That he like he's in the one of the ratings for a Heisman. There's never been many defensive linemen that get in the ratings for the Heisman and get votes, right? But I'm saying. A fully healthy Washington team that when I told you, I said they'll be Oregon if they can find a running game. We've been talking how Oregon is going in and thrashing people. Washington comes out and absolutely dominates them. I think it's going to be a good game on the front seven. And Go I ahead, think Cody. Washington's offensive line is the best offensive line in Texas to say. Go ahead, Go Cody. Ahead, Cody. <laughs> I, I'll, say, I'll say this. I, I'm taking Texas, obviously. Hook them. Been a fan my whole life. 30 years strong, uh, hook them, been there for the good times and the bad times. But I don't I don't even think this was going to be close. I'll be honest. What? Just as a fan and like watching, like seeing them, the way Texas is playing right now, <clears throat> we get your, we get our foot on your throat and we leave it there. Washington better come out with their hair on fire and they better try to establish that run game early. Texas only gives up 80 yards on the ground per game. You said 80? Washington has not seen the Washington, the only defense that Washington's seen all year that's even remotely close to Texas is actually ranked higher is Oregon. That's the only one. But when we when you look at the stats, Oregon gives up almost 100 on the ground. That's why they're able to run the ball. You ain't going to do that against Texas. 
because of guys like Teandre Sweat. You ain't going to do it. I pro- it's not going to happen. You got Teandre down there. What's the other big boy that caught a Murphy. It's Anthony Hill coming off the edge. It's not going to happen. You better you better figure out how to exploit that secondary because I don't like the coverage we've been playing all year. Instead of getting up in their face and manning them and pressing them, we want to play off. And you better go find Barron because he couldn't cover you with a blanket. But you ain't going to run it down Texas' throat. I'll tell you that. You're going to have to throw it over the top of them. But what you better really be worried about is you better hope Xavier Worthy's little ankle ain't healed up. A, you he, better worry be about straight. it. Yeah, he'll be fine. But I'm saying, like, you better hope he's not. You better hope he's 80%. Because if not, Quinn, yours, he's going to sling the rock all over the place. And Keela Robinson's going to come in and do exactly what he did against Oklahoma State. Hit a couple of home run plays, and we're going to break Washington's back. I'm, t- I, I'm taking Texas by two touchdowns. Texas by two is crazy. This is the best offense. Listen, I love Texas. I love the sport. The best offensive line they've probably faced this year, and you're taking them by two. I don't I don't know though. Because Oklahoma's the third ranked offense in the country. We took them to the off, line. I'm, offense. I'm talking about Penix hasn't been touched more than 10 times this year. More than I 10 mean, times. 10. That's 10. And how many in 13 games? Tennis, he has not been sacked more than 10 times. Yeah, but but how much of that is because he's an athlete and is able to just outrun folks? He's not an athlete. He's not that fast, bro. Like, he's not a he's not a, a Milrow, bro. You act like he out here running RPOs. Milrow. No, I'm not saying he is. But what I'm saying is, is he's athletic enough that it, when the defense of it – first of all, we got to stop acting like they play just great defense in the Pac-12, first of all, because they don't. Okay, I'll give you that. Second, he's good enough that when a D tackle or a D is coming at him, he can he can extend the play long enough for Dunze and some of these other playmakers to wiggle free and he can hit them. Or, okay, I'll just throw the ball away. I'll throw the ball to mom and them up there in the bleachers and I'll live to fight another day. He's athletic enough to do that. So how much of that is just the offensive line dominating these defensive lines versus Penix A, if you watch their offense, their offensive Oregon's offense very similar. Bo Nix does not start the game out throwing 40, 50 yard bombs. It's Dink and Duncan hitting screens, quick hitters trying to suck yeah. the secondary down. And once the secondary comes down, okay, well now we're going over the top of you. It's the same thing with Washington. We're going to Dink and Dunk, hit a screen, hit a screen, five yard out, four yard stop, blah blah blah. Oh, your safety sheeted down. Bad idea because now we got a Dunes at one on one. He's probably the best outside of Marvin Harrison. He's probably the best jump ball receiver in the country. And that's what they've done. Two touchdowns, yeah. James saying. I listen. I think Texas is going to win. I just think y'all are. I think y'all are just downplaying the other people. I think they're going to be way competitive. I don't think these are going to be games where Alabama thrashes Michigan and Texas thrashes Washington. I think it's going to be on the edge of our seat games, sweating the parlays that I need another yard from Dylan Johnson to get over eighty so I can prove James wrong, and then. Oh, we're good. You know what I mean? But that's crazy. <laughs> he's gonna get over 80, and then Teandre Sweat's gonna tackle him for a five-yard loss and go right back below 80. It's gonna be fine. Listen. You're a Texas fan. Why are you but I'm a I'm a, te- I'm a Texas fan? I said we were gonna win. I'm a Texas fan, but I am a fan of the sport first. Like I'm a LeBron fan, but I'm a fan of basketball first. You know what I mean? No, I got you. But also you gotta take it to account. Games in New Orleans. It is right. Washington ain't they gonna travel like that? Because I guarantee you I think Washington's gonna travel like that. I think the I mean, long travel will be there though. Oh yeah, the Washington, yeah. 
But I think Washington would travel well. Will they travel well in Texas? No, because it's not that close. But I think Washington would travel well. And speaking of Washington, we got to go see a game in that stadium because they say it's beautiful out here. They say it's really nice. But, okay, so y'all are going with the favorites. More than likely, we're going to say Bama's going to win. Say Michigan, and then y'all are all going with Texas winning in a competitive game, but y'all are saying it's going to be a thrash. Let's get to these other bowl games. Y'all probably don't know all these teams, but some of them you do. The Myrtle Beach Bowl. We got Georgia Southern against Iowa. Hey, James, you know there's a ch- avocado um, from Mexico? Myrtle Beach Bowl is crazy, bro. <laughs> there's an avocados from Mexico bowl, bro. Look, I'm telling you, we can have an over and under bowl, bro, in about so five wild. years. An over and under podcast bowl, mm-hmm. bro. Who's in that one? Georgia Southern and Iowa. I mean, Ohio. Iowa? Oh. Ohio. Ohio. Mm. Georgia Southern 6 and 6. Iowa. I mean, Ohio is 93. Is it Miami, Ohio, or just Ohio? Just Ohio. Wildcats. Okay. 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 I don't know nothing about them, but I'm going I'm to go with Georgia Southern just because I, I just want to see them crazy. See, dang it. I was hoping you would go Ohio. I was going to go Georgia Southern because <laughs> we're from the South. I can't pick a Northern team. But I'm nah, Georgia Southern, too. Give, give me Ohio. I'm going to go Ohio. Just, I mean, smart money says take the team that you won, you know, throughout the year. So I'll go. All Ohio. right. So you got Jacksonville State, Louisiana, in the R plus L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. The what bowl? The R plus L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Crazy. Uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville State against Louisiana. Jacksonville uh, State barely got in because there weren't enough uh, people. Yeah, yeah, that won a bowl. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go Louisiana. Yeah, give me, give me the Gamecocks. I guess give me Jacksonville State. They're eight and four. I'm, I'm gonna go Jacksonville. Appalachian State or Miami of Ohio. Mm. Miami Ohio is eleven and two, and they've covered every game this year. By the way, oh, I'm betting if you want to bet that. <laughs> Um, I don't know. That was tough. I kind of want to go at the Appalachian State, but I don't know. It's... The avocados ah. from Mexico Cure Bowl, by the way. That's the name of it. Avocado. That's a weird name, but I fuck. I'm gonna go Appalachian State. I'm gonna go Miami, Ohio. <laughs> I'm gonna go App State. I, I like App State. All right, New Mexico State, who went into Auburn and beat Auburn, or Fresno State in the New Mexico Bowl. Oh, they're they'll playing in New Mexico. I'm gonna take New Mexico. If they're playing, they're not going nowhere. Yeah, I'll take them. But Arizona's not that far from New Mexico anyway. Fresno's in Arizona, right? Fresno's in California. Yeah. Fresno. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Fre- yeah it's not- <laughs> like what? It's not like it's not like Texas. It's not like a 12 hour drive to get out the state. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna go New Mexico as well. I I can't pick a team from California. I can't do it. <laughs> New Mexico. UCLA or Boise State in a Starco Brands LA Bowl. Starco Brands, what's that? I think it's like a brand, like you know, they got like uh, Jiffy, all kind of brands, bro. I'm telling you, we could get a bowl, bro. All we gotta do is be a brand. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know who Starco is, bro. Yeah. Take UCLA, they're losing their defensive coordinator though to um, yeah USC, which is crazy. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I'll take UCLA too. Yeah. 
I'm gonna go Boise. Is Chip Kelly coaching that game, or is he he gone? Chip Kelly, no, he's he's here. He, he's still got another year, so probably. Oh, can't pick a team from California. You right? I'm exactly. going. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking Boise though. I'm, I'm, I'm from Texas. Gotta go Boise. All right. So the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. You got Texas Tech versus California. Oh my gosh. Um. I'm gonna take tech actually. That taking tech? Yeah, the their running back is crazy. So, yeah, I'm gonna take them. He he went crazy in Austin for seven points, but wreck him. <laughs> wreck him. I'm picking tech too. Uh the Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl here in Texas, in Frisco, Texas, down the street. You got UTSA versus Marshall. <laughs> These days are ridiculous, bro. UTSA versus Marshall. What happens is just regular as bowl names. Like, they gotta had all these advertisements. Anyway, I'm not getting into it. I'm gonna take UTSA. I'm gonna go Roadrunners. I got a friend whose brother plays on the teams. I'm gonna go Marshall. Uh, UTSA just lost. I think they're gonna lose their coach before this game. So I'm gonna go Marshall. South Florida and Syracuse in the RoofClaim.com Boken Rat and Bowl. I'm not making his name up. By I, I know, I know you're not. I know you're not. That's the crazy part. It's insane with all these, all these advertisers on it. That's crazy. Think it's They're both six Boca Raton, but Boca Raton, Boca Raton? <laughs> the Florida. Yeah, yeah, it's Boca Raton. It's Boca Raton. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Who was it? Who, who was it again? That makes South Florida, Syracuse. South Florida, Syracuse. I'm gonna go Syracuse. I'm gonna go South Florida since it's in Florida. Yeah, South Florida. They they competed with Bama early in the year, so South Florida. All right, you got Georgia Tech versus UCF in the Union Home Mortgage Bowl. Gasparilla is the bowl. Gasparilla Bowl. The mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Oh, I thought you just it was just the mortgage. Hey, they just added more on there. Okay. Uh, UCF's good. They're yeah, good I'll take. I'll go ahead and take them. UCF. Yeah, probably UCF. All right. We got the 76 Birmingham Bowl. We got Troy and Duke. Now I'm gonna take Troy. Uh, oh, go ahead. Was it Leonard? Riley Leonard is not the quarterback. He's transferred out. Oh. Just to let you know. I'm taking Troy. Troy's pretty no, good. Yeah, I was gonna say Troy's been pretty good for this year, so I'm gonna go ahead and stick with that. Isn't isn't Troy in Alabama too? I think I believe so. University of Troy and Alabama, they're playing in Birmingham. Yeah, I, I think yeah. we got to get Troy. All right, you got James Madison against Air Force in the Lockheed Martin Orm Forces Bowl. Listen, oh. hey, Let's but listen, real quick though, Air Force was good this, for a while. They were. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they were. James Madison got a chip on his shoulder because their coach went to Indiana. Oh yeah, I saw that too. And, and said basically like yeah I'm not even coach I'm I'm ninety percent in Indiana and ten percent in James Madison preparing for the bowl and James Madison was like nah bro we don't need you no more and they promoted their interim their defense coordinator to interim coach mm. so I'm still going James Madison I don't think Air Force got it no more to be honest with you well did they they only lost the Army right or did they lose more more games I I didn't I keep up after they lost the Army. Yeah, they lost to um, Boise, UNLV, Hawaii, and Army. They lost like four in a row. 
Oh, damn. Remember, their quarterback got hurt, though. Their starting quarterback at Air Force. Oh, uh, yeah. That's supposed to be the best. I'm going to go James Madison. Then I forgot about the quarterback. I was about to pick Air Force, but never mind. Yeah, James Madison. Yeah, it's it's tough to be a military academy and lose an armed forces bowl, but they're going to James Madison. All right, I'm going I'm to skip around these games to ones I think we really maybe talk about. North Carolina, West Virginia. West Virginia. I'm sick of North Carolina. Oh, I'm going the other way. North Carolina. Drake May to the moon. Uh, you know what? You're right. I'm going to throw my face back in. So Drake May to the moon, Damn, baby. I, 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 <laughs> I thought you had candy assistance, bro. I thought you had candy assistance. And you let Cody cloud your judgment. I think I'll have a good night against West Virginia. I don't think West Virginia had an answer for him. I think yeah. Much to convince me, but yeah, I'm gonna go with Carolina. <laughs> yeah, Louisville, USC, USC. Is Caleb playing? Yeah, that's the question. Okay, I was about to say if he's playing, yeah, USC. Caleb plays. I like USC. Okay, if he don't take Louisville. Even if he doesn't play, I'm still taking USC. I don't okay. think. Yeah, true. Play. All right, this is a good one. Texas A&M, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State. I hope they t- I hate both of them. Uh, I don't think they'll have an answer for Ollie Gordon. Well, it's the Tex Axe Texas Bowl. That's what the bowl is called. The what? The Tex Axe? The Tex Tax, sorry, Tex Axe. Oh, Tex Axe. Texas Bowl. Okay. And the bowl with North Carolina, West Virginia is the Duke Mayo, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Duke's of Mayo Bowl? Duke's Mayo Bowl. Oh, Duke's Mayo. Bowl. That doesn't make it any better. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go A&M just because it's in Houston. Oklahoma State didn't travel well to Dallas, which is only like four hours away. So they definitely ain't getting to Houston very well. So I think A&M. Um, yeah, I'm going to stick with OK State. I just I think uh, Ollie Gordon will get going just because of how he performed this last game against Texas. I think he'll have a chip on his shoulder. I'm going to take Texas A&M. I don't think they're going to travel well. I agree with Cody. The Alamo Bowl. This is good. Oklahoma versus Arizona. I'm going to go Arizona. Yeah, I was, I'm going to go Arizona. Mafita versus well. Dylan Gabriel. Now, Oklahoma lost their offensive coordinator, so. I'm going to stick with Arizona. I'm sticking with Arizona. I know Cody's picking Arizona. He's not going to pick Oklahoma for sure. You so. sure right. I, sure, <laughs> I was I was contemplating for a minute, and then I remember I hate them. So, can't spell you suck without OU, so. Arizona. <laughs> The Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, Clemson, Kentucky. Oh, Clemson's been on a roll, so I'm going to just stick with Clemson. I'm with Clemson. I'm going to go Clemson, too. The Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, Oregon State versus Notre Dame. Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. (laughs) Oregon State versus Notre Dame. This will be a good game. This will be a good game. DJ playing? Yeah, is DJ Leungalele going to play? He should, but I think Martinez got arrested last week. What? Yeah, so I'm not sure of his availability to the team. Um, yeah. So I'm right with Kentucky. I got you. Yeah, I, was, I guess I'm, I'm going with Kentucky. Kentucky. I'm going with Notre Dame. Oregon State is Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm going with Notre Dame. Oh, my fault. Yeah, I All guess right. Notre Dame. I was going to pick Oregon State, but I don't know if DJ's playing and if Martinez ain't playing. That doesn't make it any better, so Notre Dame. All right, James, your favorite bowl, the AutoZone Bowl, AutoZone Liberty Bowl. You got Memphis and Iowa State. I just wanted to tell you because, you know, we talked about the AutoZone. 
Memphis and who? Memphis and Iowa State. Iowa State. I'm gonna go Iowa State. I'm gonna go Memphis. They've been winning yeah. a game every game this year by by the slim of their teeth. I don't think they'll mm-hmm. stop. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Memphis too. I, it's not the same Iowa State team. All right, so now we get to the nitty gritty. We got Ohio State versus Missouri. I'm picking Missouri. They've been playing well, and I mean, I'll say plays well too. But I don't know. I just something about Missouri just tells me they're gonna uh, pull out a win against Ohio State in Dallas, right? Yeah, it's in Dallas. Yeah. I'm going on a Friday night. Um, I think I'm gonna go Ohio State. Mm, so I'm the deciding factor. What did you say about the other week about Ohio State's quarterback? Trash. Just yeah. saying. But I don't think Cook is that well either. I don't think Cook, Cook be slinging it. But hey, I'm not here to play you any kind of way. Do you? I think I think Missouri has a better running game. So I'm gonna go Missouri. On this one, um, we got the Ole Miss against Penn State in the Chick Fil A Bowl. I like Ole Miss. If they couldn't stop Marvin Harrison, I don't think they're gonna be able to stop Ole Miss, who throws ninety percent of the time. Yeah. I'm taking Ole Miss too. I'm going Ole Miss. Penn State runs. All right, we get to the uh, the Dun Dirty Crew, the Capital Orange One Bowl. We're taking Georgia against Florida State. I'm excited to hear this take. Let's 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 just if this even is the last one that we talk about, because there's a couple more. Georgia, Florida State. What does this prove? I mean, it doesn't prove anything. <laughs> They're not neither one's gonna go to the playoff, but <laughs> <laughs> does it prove that one got left out that they didn't need to get left out? Like I said, it doesn't prove anything. I, it yeah. just it's just it's just gonna show who who's the who's the better team. Yeah. That's that's all I see. Because it's not like it's not like one of these teams wins and they oh you know what we're sorry just another game. I think if Florida State wins, I think it sends the message that they actually are a for real team, and it wasn't just that the ACC is weak is why they were were able to be undefeated or whatever. I think it goes a long way in in them making a statement of like hey we we have a case like a legitimate case to be in the playoff even though y'all left us out. I think it proves that they probably did deserve to be there. Um, I don't think they're gonna win, but if they do, I think it. I think it just says to the committee, "Hey, you, you may have screwed that one up." Are they even gonna play? Did you yeah. not see the those takes that were talking about boycotting that game? They're gonna play. Yeah, Mike Norvell's play. not gonna, not gonna, not Mike Norvell's yeah. gonna play. I'm going to chance to beat. I ain't showing the chance, the chance to beat Florida. I mean, the chance to beat Georgia and yeah. rub that in the committee face like f y'all for like for eternity. I think Florida State is going to win, though. I think that defense is really legit. I think their defense is better than Bama, honestly. And but they can't struggles. score. They can't score with the third string, but maybe Rodermaker does something. They got a whole month to prepare. Or really, what, two, three weeks? You don't have just a couple days. You got a couple weeks. I don't, I don't see them winning. I'm going Georgia big. Yeah, I see Georgia blowing them out just because they mad. They lost to Alabama. Man, I'm going Florida State. Y'all wilding. Florida State, 14-0, 14-0 for the year. All right, I hope you're right, but you're gonna be wrong. Anyways, <laughs> the Verbo Fiesta Bowl, Oregon Liberty, Oregon, Oregon by like fifty, bro. Hope they <laughs> they drop a fifty ball on these kids. Just because they, they just stop, can they stop Salter though? I don't even can know anything only? about Liberty, bro. So Liberty I just know that quarterback is is pretty nice, bro. He, he's I think he almost he's behind Daniels. In rushing yards for a quarterback is like on the year. 
he leads his team in rushing. Mm. That's great. Oregon by 21. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. I don't I Oregon by like 50, bro. I, they're gonna pour it on. Oh, no, they are. Yeah, gonna for sure. They're gonna send Bo Nix off, definitely. All right. So the last one, my favorite bowl, the Cheez Its Citrus Bowl. You have Iowa against Tennessee. Iowa against Tennessee. Yeah. Ten- Tennessee in a pillow fight because Iowa can't score. Tennessee ain't much better. If Iowa can fucking score, then yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's Tennessee. Iowa defense? Hell yes. It's going to be. It can only hold so long. You saw what that happened in with Michigan. They were they held them down for a little yeah. bit, but then they started scoring because you can't if they can't score on offense, then the defense on the field ninety percent of the time. And like you said earlier, Tennessee was leading Bama at one point, but and that ain't like back. they did let Bama come back. But that's because Bama got a damn offense. Iowa, they there was a bar in Iowa that said literally put out a thing. I don't know if y'all saw this or not. Put out a thing. Yeah, free said, beer until they score. Yeah, free beer until they score. And they didn't score the whole game. They may I, that bar may have had to close down for good. They may be out of business. I was like, I don't know how you, Yeah, I don't know how you sit there and just you can be an Iowa fan like you. Yay defense, but bro, like put some points up, please they, help me. They did a thing that said uh, that Caitlin Clark girl or whatever basketball player for them. Yeah, they said that she has scored more points since the start of the season, women's college basketball, than Iowa's football team has all year. That's crazy stuff. That's crazy. And the season's not hadn't even that deep yet. Like That's crazy stuff. They're like nine games in. The fact <laughs> the fact that they made it to the Big Ten championship just off of that the defense is yeah. crazy. But yeah, right. no Tennessee. So, bowls are set. The championship, well, the playoffs are set. How do we feel? about transferring as we wrap this up how do we feel about transferring to the 12 team will it make a difference because um, next year we may be arguing which 93 team deserves to get the 12th spot i don't think it'd be much more i don't think it'd be such an argument just because it, it'll be 12 teams just because like, we were not arguing for what 12 teams we wanted to make to the top four we're just talking about what six teams so the top six, there'll just be more just seating arguments. But after that, I don't think it'll be much like a controversy of just who makes the last spot or makes the 10th spot or stuff like that. I think expanding is a good idea just so like teams like Florida State don't get left out or, or Georgia that are really one of the uh, two of the best teams in the country, but they only have so many spots that you can give. So I think expanding is going to be good for everybody and it gives more teams into it from different conferences and uh, I mean, more football. So then playoff football at that. Yeah. yeah. More playoff football. I mean, I think it will be great unless you're number 13. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the arguments would be more who deserves that first round buy. Cause then at the first four get a buy. Yeah. The first four get a buy. Then the, the five through. Through 12 eight. play. Right. Yeah. But the, the next four get a, Home field advantage. Yeah, they host, right? Yeah, they host. That's that's so, big for playoff. Yeah, that is huge. I think the argument will just be like who gets the buy, who gets the first, the first four spots, so that way they can get the buy or whatever. Like I think that'll be the argument. But imagine this: imagine Michigan. Okay, Michigan finishes five. Ohio State is twelve, and y'all just played two weeks ago, and Michigan beat you for the fourth time in a row, and you got to go back to Michigan and try to beat them for the for a playoff. 
That they lose again. Crazy. Ryan Day is gone. Oh, that, 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 that is, look, Cody, you just proved it right there. That's going to happen right there. They lose again. But, but yeah, I, I don't know. If something like that happens, I can see like a little sketchy, but I don't think that happens. Anyways, but I don't really think it happens. But I think the total thing with Cody said is just going to be who deserves the four spots for the buys. That's really all the arguments probably going to be. And then if you're number thirteen, you know, so yeah, I guess, you know. yeah, yeah. But but at that point, it's just, uh, what's it called? Just a pissing match, or just who has yeah. a better record? And just a, I mean, I guess, I mean, you're it's twelve and thirteen, so it's not really strength of schedule. Just who? I guess you just use the eye test on that one, to be honest. Yeah, really. Yeah, really. The way they should set it up is the five power five conferences get in. And then you do like two of the group of five, the two best group of five schools, they get in, right? And then the next five are at large bids. It's just the next five best is what mm-hmm. they ought to do. Take seven conferences. I think they're changing it six and six. Are they? Because that's what they ought to do. That way you give those like Liberty, SMU, you give them at least a chance. They're going to get blown out most likely, but you give them a chance. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. They may still a game here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate y'all. Appreciate you coming as our guest today cody all to our viewers out there we appreciate you listening if you could please follow us on instagram subscribe on our youtube it's free uh leave us a review let us know what we did well let us know what we not did well five star review would be great especially all your ohio state fans who want ryan day fired i would appreciate that five star review um right. overall it's been a it's been a great start of this podcast appreciate james being a trooper on this podcast because I don't think he wanted to do it. I kind of like pushed him into it, but yeah, I don't do football guys, but (laughs) (laughs) but it would be good. Uh, Cody will probably have you again. Thank you for being a good guest. Uh, but I know Cody has to go and James has to go to work and I have to go to work too. So we're going (laughs) to catch y'all next week. Probably talk more about some recruiting more maybe in depth of these bowl games coming up. Um, and the transfer portal has opened, so we will be talking about that also. It's Charles Comer. James. Cody. We'll see y'all we later out. from the Over Another Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the Over Under Podcast. Please give us feedback on the podcast and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed it. Follow us on Instagram at overunderpod23 and subscribe to our YouTube channel. All links are in the show description section. Thank you and see you next time.